tonight A little something to whet your appetite And it's gonna make you feel alright Sweet gravy and caramel kirk Check them out as they go to work Congratulations on your new podcast Now open up a can of bass And blast, blast, blast And I hope you like this show. Oh, thank you, Angelo Moore, and welcome to another episode of Sweet Gravy. Sweet Gravy Podcast. Sweet Gravy Podcast. You want to give the announcement? No, you should. This is our one-year anniversary. This is it. This will be published on the same day last year that our first episode was published. (laughs) I don't think I got the right ones at the store. These don't make any noise. No, they don't. (laughs) (laughs) Don't they go? Don't they go? Yeah, I don't know if those are the ones or... I just don't. <laughs> this whole thing, I'm I'm struggling with. We have these hats on. Like I don't understand a cone hat as a celebration piece. What's wrong with it? It's nothing wrong with it. I just don't get it. Well, I, when I think of cone hats, I think of uh, dunce dunce caps, which are like <laughs> stupid people that you put in the corner. You know, mm-hmm. like is it just to make us all look silly? You ever see kids back in the day where they were in like? They're like, this is our Halloween costume. And they're like in like just like a paper mask. Mm-hmm. Well, they're not like dressed up as anything. Mm-hmm. They're just like wearing a mask. And that's it. Yeah. Well, that's because they were poor. Well, I don't think it was poor. I think that. <laughs> you they, don't think so? Not everybody, but that was like what they did, right? I guess, but. Maybe some people were poor. Yeah, I think the ones that had some money was like, I'm going to put a costume on. Yeah, I know, but they still didn't have the costumes that we have today. That's very true. You know, there's nobody rocking a Nixon, you know, mask in, you know, the 20s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Very true. I think it's interesting. Either way, I made sure this party hat set above my edges. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because your edges are eat One up. point. Eight, no, uh, not no. eight up. Don't oh. don't ever say that. No, I do didn't, not ever say that. I didn't understand what what I was Kurt, saying. I'm sorry. Anybody who knows me knows uh-huh. that my edges are popping. Your edges are popping. Mm-hmm. Not on point, but they popping. They on point and they popping on point. <laughs> huh? You're funny. Well, yeah, I'm excited. One year anniversary. We've been it's doing weird this for that a while. we've done this for so long. Yeah. I don't think I've ever done anything a year. Well, uh, <laughs> you have, but. I have to give all thanks to you. This what? would not be possible without your expertise. Kirk is the brains behind the operation, and he's amazing. And um, this podcast wouldn't be possible without you. So thank you for that. Oh, I don't do anything nobody else can do. I can't do it. Yeah, you can. I've been but showing you the ropes, Carmen. I know. I, I've i been trying to break down how uh, to show Carmen how to upload audio files, edit audio files. Oh, no, my brain is spinning. I don't think you're ready for the video yet. I but, ain't ready for <laughs> none of it yet, Kirk. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, you you're you're pretty decent at it. Although you, I came home one day. I was like, I was like, hey, can you upload this week's episode uh, onto our um, audio platforms? And you're like, okay. And then I come home and I was like, you did it. And then you're like, no, there's nothing on there. And I was like, huh? <laughs> yeah, it mixed me up. Yeah. I don't know. But. Also, it's something I need to put on a list because it wasn't on a list. Mm-hmm. So I was already like, it's not on the list. Right. <laughs> oh. You have to put it on the list. Yeah. You're, uh, you like the lists. I do. It keeps me in order. Uh-huh. I feel like I have so many thoughts running through my head of things that I want to do and accomplish. If I don't write them down, I'll forget about them. And then I'll think about it a weeks later, a month later, and be like, God damn it, I wanted to do that. That <laughs> wasn't on a list. And we went to the grocery store this weekend. And it was the best grocery uh, store experience we've had together ever. Yeah, and, I agree. It was uh, great. And... 
the funny thing is, you said, I got to make this list. I said, don't make a list. We're just going to go. You don't mm-hmm. need a list. We don't actually like need anything, you know? We're just going to the grocery store to get some groceries and pick some stuff up. Like we don't actually like need anything. So we don't need a list. Let's just go and then we'll come back. But it's different because the grocery store is not like you're going to the mall and wandering around. The mm-hmm. grocery store is intended to go there and buy things. I don't go to the grocery store to sightsee. To look at all the groceries that I could buy that I can't. I do I don't You can buy them. I know, but I'm not Going to the grocery store to look around at shit. I go to the grocery store. Just to peek at the new vegetables? Yeah. (laughs) It used to be the best. Whenever I worked at UPS, I'd get off of work at about 3, 4 in the morning. Yeah. And then you go to like a Meyer. Meyer was open 24 hours. Kroger's open 24 hours, depending which one you go to. Uh, Walmart's open 24 hours. Mm Mm-hmm. And you just go in there and look for like snacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. In the middle of the night, there's nobody there except for the stock boy, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you kind of rub your eyes a little bit so that way it looks like you're kind of, kind of, you, you, you've been, uh, you, you've a little elevated, you know? So then the way the, way the people don't bother you. But you're not. You just got off of work. Mm-hmm. Right. You used to love doing that. Just go in the store and pretend high so they don't bother you? Yeah, and just getting like some snack food. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, it's different. You could go, it's different I would go guys. on Tuesday. I would go on Tuesday after work because it's in the morning. Tuesday is the day they release uh, the new DVDs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I used to have a huge DVD collection, Carmen. Mm-hmm. I used to. You want to talk about the DVDs I have now? You don't know what I used to have. Kirk, I uh, used to be a big collector of DVDs. Yeah, as well. but you, you say that, but all you had was Smallville. No, I had a <laughs> I had a problem for a while. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's why my mom sent me that Party Monster uh-huh. video when I moved to Texas. She's like, I know you like your DVDs. I'm going to make you a couple. Right. My mom has these different things that she get involved with. Like, at one point, she was making T-shirts. Mm-hmm. Not very good T-shirts. No? No, but she definitely tried. And then she gave that dream up. And then she was making CDs and DVDs for people. And that was actually pretty lucrative. Everybody uh-huh. wanted one. Oh, but Don't. then the CDs died off. Oh. Now she ain't doing shit. Right. <laughs> like, ain't nothing to sell now except for food. Right. Well, um, there's nothing to sell except for food? You can find something. No one collects DVDs anymore. That's the point. Yeah. I, some people do. I still do. You had a lucrative, I mean, not a lucrative, sorry. You had a very large DVD collection. You have one now. You're saying, you're telling me that before the collection you have now, you had, what was it, like triple or double? I don't know. But it was huge. Yeah. It was a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of stuff. I sold it all, except for what I couldn't. I think that you should have a career reviewing movies. Oh. Don't think well, we've been talking it, about this. Doesn't, th- no, but an actual career. No, I, I don't know enough about them. But. I'm pretty sure movie reviewers don't watch all of the movies. <laughs> we, we watched speaking of movie reviews we may as well get right to it since you brought it up we watched army of the dead this weekend we did right the name doesn't mean anything to me so i don't understand the excitement but oh, you say I... as if like it was a big deal well it, the name isn't a big deal it was a big movie for netflix it was a, it was like a summer movie just a fun popcorn movie that netflix put out yeah, directed I think by that, Zack I Snyder. Think it was awesome. It's got Batista in it. Uh, OMG Hardwick. Bunch of people. You know what? I wouldn't have thought it was a Netflix movie. Right. If I just watched it. It looks like it was meant to be on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Right? It was really good, actually. It's a good choice for me. Phones up or phones down? Phones down. Phones down? Mm-hmm. I, be- I believe that you're correct because whenever we pulled it up on the queue, you looked at it and you said, two and a half hours. Two hours and 38 minutes and 41 <laughs> two, two hours, 38 minutes and 41 seconds. And you're like, oh, my God. You're like, why has it got to be so long? But you know what? I'll tell you, I was I was really proud that you sat and watched the whole thing. <laughs> it was amazing. It was good, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It wasn't nothing serious. You didn't have to think about it. Just a fun summer blockbuster movie, right? 
Um, I'm okay. I don't like the two and a half hour thing. That's uh, uh-huh. stressful for me. But if it's a good movie, I can do it. Right. Uh, if it was a nice X Men movie with the small children that do all these crazy things. Right. But when it's just like the regular X Men, don't you find just... it? Don't you find it weird that the oh you like you liked uh, the New Mutants? Yeah, I like the where they were in kids. the. That's with... just because younger kids that don't have control of their powers. Uh-huh. Like I think about what if a kids nowadays had powers and they just walking around these stupid ass kids just doing all type of stuff that would be a problem so to see it in a movie i think is amazing uh-huh. to watch how and the movie is not accurate because there's no child that would maybe a few have superpowers and act that way <laughs> and oh, be okay. restricted and you can just be like hey like, you hey, need to listen need to listen we're, we're teaching you to be like hell no i'm about to blow this bitch up because she rude right it's not gonna so i think it's interesting <laughs> but movies like that I can watch for three hours. Mm-hmm. Most most things I can. If it's an action movie, that movie we watched, what was the guy named Rob? Um, the one when he was stalking that lady in the car? Oh, uh, Russell Crowe. Unhinged. Crow. Unhinged. I could have watched that for three hours. That, you, was so that was only like an hour and 20 minutes. I could have did that. That was a short movie. Hours, yeah. But it's so suspenseful. You you were like, uh, because in Unhinged with Russell Crowe, phones down? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's uh, phones down. Mm-hmm. It's a good movie. Uh, you might want to check the time a couple times. Well, I'm a big fan of Russell Crowe. Uh-huh. And then Russell Crowe got fat, and I didn't <laughs> even recognize him. And yeah. I was like, I'm still a fan. I like fat Russell Crowe, too. I heard that the the bumps on his face got paid Almost as much as he did in that movie. <laughs> That's so mean. What? Why do people say that? So, <laughs> so uh, uh, Russell Crowe, he's at the, no no spoilers here. Russell Crowe, he's at a stoplight and he's just sitting there. And this woman who has her like son, is it her son or her little brother? I think it's her son. It's uh, her son, yeah. And she slams on the horn. And then he's like, okay, goes ahead. And then he lets her pass. And then he pulls up next to her and says, hey, this is all you need. And he's got like a... a country how a southern would that you say that's southern country southern draw a southern draw he's like this is all you need just a little curse tap you're like mom mm-hmm. <laughs> she beeped the horn at him for a long time yeah, and she he was, was pretty much saying like yeah. bitch don't beep the you horn don't need at to me. do you that you don't need to do that right and then he he goes and does crazy things to her well, what he told her is, you think that you're having a bad day? Mm-hmm. He's like, I can show you how bad this day can get. Yeah, I can show you how bad the day can get. Like, you don't know what other people are going through, so mm-hmm. why you want to blow the horn at people and you don't know what they're going through? Yeah. I'm going to show you, bitch. Yeah, I think that's interesting you like that. And then you The came, concept of it. You came home one day, and I was watching Greta. Oh, yeah. Which is and about, I like that one, too. Which is about this girl who uh, gets kind of intertwined with this old lady who, like... Uh, is like obsessive mm-hmm. and like wants to spend time with her mm-hmm. and be her friend. And uh, now you, you like got, that. Now you guys like to use that shit. Like if I hang out with an old lady, I'd be like, don't get Greta. You like, said what? <laughs> you said there's a there's a lady around here that wants you to walk her with her dog. Yeah. And you're like, yeah. And then I'm like, hey, man, that could be a Greta. You don't know. <laughs> I'm a good judge of character. No one's going to fucking Greta me. <laughs> okay. But this is a nice little old lady who mm-hmm. walks her dog every day. And she's like, maybe you can come for a walk with me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I need to get out the house and exercise right. and walk around. And mm-hmm. she's just walking around the same areas that I would have walked. Right. So why not? You've got 10 days. I mean, it's summertime now. Mm-hmm. you got ten, nine days left of summer, mm-hmm. main summer. Might so as well know. walk around with the lady. Yeah, I mean, right. her dog's fine, and she just wants to talk about dogs, really. Mm-hmm. She loves animals, and sometimes when we talk about animals, she starts to cry. <laughs> oh. Damn. So I don't know. It's going to be a weird one. We're going to have to have a peppy, peppier talk. Uh, yeah, peppy you can't talk. be crying walking down the street with a black girl. That's not going to be okay. Uh-huh. Like no, lady. They gonna stop you? you Be like, you you leave that old lady alone. You're making her cry. Eighty years old, walking around with a black girl Uh randomly in Maine, crying, and I got on the fucking uh, ramen noodle backpack. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Something is just off with this scene. I don't care what it is, but Mm -hmm. something is not right. Right. (laughs) We need to get to the bottom of it. We got to get to the bottom of this because something is wrong. So being our one year anniversary show you wanted mm-hmm. to go through and uh t- 
Talk about some moments. Talk about some cool moments on our podcast. And uh, I want to say thank you to every guest I was on this year. Really appreciate it. Um, I want to go down a list and say names and thank you guys individually, but I don't want to forget nobody and then people will be pissed off. Yeah. So let's not do that. So thank you to everybody. <laughs> thank you to everyone. Even I remember every single person, but uh-huh. recalling it on the spot might fuck me up. You you think uh, that there's bit you are like, oh, yeah, that one. Because we're like in the 50s now. I feel like we've done so many that they start to get muddled. Mm-hmm. So you forget things. When we but- first started, I was able to recall everything that we talked about mm-hmm. on every episode. Yeah. But once we hit about 30 something, mm-hmm. I think, it, yeah, it was 30. The 30th one. Um, uh, the episode with my mother. Yeah. And uh, after that, I couldn't remember anymore anymore mm-hmm. when i'm when i'm doing like the uh descriptions mm-hmm. i like have to re-listen yeah and, and you know see oh we talked about this we talked about that we talked about that because mm-hmm. i just i don't know it's it's something because it's conversation is mm-hmm. one of those things you're just talking i think so it's kind of hard to remember what everything you talk about i think because we've done it so much so many times mm-hmm. now this is the weird thing right so we've done 50-some episodes. Yeah. Episodes are about, we try to keep, if it's just the two of us, under an hour. Yep. Um, right, right around 40, 45 to an hour. Yeah, 45 to an hour. If it's with somebody, we try not to go over an hour and 15. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, whenever whenever uh, we, whenever you start a new job, this is what I'm trying to say. Let me think about it. Uh, oh, the cheese ball's coming up. Oh, you got to get that cheese ball right down there. <laughs> we had a cheese ball before we started. Um, <laughs> whenever uh, you start a new job, your first week is basically like training, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how long is your typical first week? It's well, about 40 hours. I didn't get no training at this job. They just put me on there. So <laughs> yeah, yeah but you were going to cook. Um but, you know, 40 hours is the first week, right? Mm-hmm. So we've only really been doing this podcast like a week and two days. Yeah, when you look at it like that. If you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. So we're we're only like a week in. No, that's crazy. <laughs> we also have lives and work jobs, and we have to um, be able to pay for the space that these microphones are in. <laughs> yeah. So in order to do the podcast, we have to make money in order to pay for the space. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just impossible. Joe Rogan? He up there. He's up there in yeah. what way? Like, I don't know how many podcasts he got. He over a thousand, no? Over like 1,300, ain't he? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, he's over a thousand. He's, over a, he's got a lot of them. But I mean, I think he does like three a week or something. He does them whenever he wants to. He don't got to work. He ain't got to work for a living. He do a little bit of UFC, a little shuffling yeah. around. And so, now, yeah. Joe Rogan, they just saying they a lot of people are upset at Joe Rogan because he says that the white straight man is being silenced. Mm-hmm. They're taking away his voice and they're saying that because he makes a hundred million dollars off of his Spotify deal, how dare he say something like that? How dare he? Well, they're saying it because his statement is they're silencing the the white male voice, right? Straight white male. The straight white male voice. Right. He's a straight white male with a voice. Mm-hmm. He talks about everything. <laughs> yeah, and he, and gets he makes paid millions of dollars. And, and they're $100 like hundred million dollars. What he's saying, there is some correctness to it. Mm-hmm. He's just not the right person to deliver he's the message. Not, he's not that's the guy the, to that's say That's the issue. The issue is not what he said. The issue is who delivered it. You can't say that they're silencing people when you're a straight white male and you're not being silenced and you're doing every single thing that you're saying. So you think if Steve, uh, Steve McCullough said, hey, I don't get a voice, people would be like, yeah, we need to give voice to Steve. No, no. Th- sorry, no, give Steve you, a voice. No, you get, you're getting around the point. The point that he was making is... There's all these movements and all these things going on. Mm-hmm. So right now you have uh, Black Lives Matter. You got the, now it's the Asian. Stop the Asian hate. Yeah, you got the, the transgender. You got the gay. Literally, you got all these. literally the flavor of the month. Yeah. I think you could say. You got, you got all these things. And if you look at most of these situations, it's all pointed towards white men. Right. Except for Karen's. Mm-hmm. Karen's got their own situation going on. Oh yeah, like that's the white what girl thing going, going on. Yeah, I, that's that. That's the whole thing. But Joe Rogan is talking about the straight white male being able to 
pretty much as a comedian, he can't say whatever he wants mm-hmm. because he's going to have 300 groups coming around him. Look right. what he just said. Straight white man. Now he got a million goddamn people that yeah, he didn't lit up the like, internet. And, you it, it, that, and that's the you exact point. You make this much money. That's the point this? he was making. Yeah. They proved the point he was making. Uh-huh. That's the point. I can't say anything because everyone comes from me from all these different angles. And I'm just a straight white man trying to do my job. Mm-hmm. And now everyone's attacking me and I ain't did shit. Right. I can't speak the way I want to because I'm going to offend somebody in one of these groups. That's mm-hmm. what he was saying. Not the right person to deliver the message. You think... <laughs> but who should say it? No one. Nobody? Just it keep just the be, shit to yourself. It, we all understand it. It should just be... Uh, we all know that the the straight white man... It ain't got shit to do with the straight <laughs> white... Maybe those words fucked him over, too. Uh-huh. Like, I don't, I don't know exactly how... He, the way he put it, I mean... But I understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. I get what he's saying, one hundred percent. I don't disagree with him. I just don't uh-huh. think that he should have said it out louder. <laughs> you understand that people that used to be able to behave and respond to things one way are now trying to be shifted into an inability to respond the way that they used to, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That's what that's what you're trying to say. Yeah, and it started like they were talking about it about the comedians years ago, mm-hmm. like how comedians can't say anything anymore. He is a comedian. Right. His perspective is also part of his perspective is from a comedian standpoint, mm-hmm. where he can't go on stage and say anything. If it's a mixed crowd, then he's going to be pretty much screwed regardless. He can't just speak out and say the things he wants because he's going to offend somebody mm-hmm. in one of those grops. Right. And it's like, damn, I can't even be a straight white man no more because I'm going to offend somebody. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I get what he was saying. Mm-hmm. What he was saying has some, I don't know how to explain it the proper way. Right. To awesome. It's hard to explain. It's hard to explain, but I get what he's saying. Like, yeah, I, I'm over it too. You're over the silencing of the straight No. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm over the you can't say anything without it being a whole thing right now. Like, come on, man. You everything feel- racist, everything gay, everything transphobic. I'm so fucking sick of it. Mm-hmm. Just Can we just all live and not be so sensitive? Right. But see, that that gets into the point of, well, you can't let everybody just say whatever they want, right? Because then people do get offended and people do, you know, use hate speech as a tool. Yeah. Without social media, though, you wouldn't have no voice. None of us would. Before social media, all type of shit was going on that nobody knew about because they only got their information from the news. Yeah, that's Now true. everybody can just literally turn their phone on and all these opinions from all these different people, whether they're credible or not, are just popping up constantly. Mm-hmm. And so it's, everything is muddled right now. Everyone's sensitive. I don't know. I'm sick of it. And I think uh, part of it, too, is, well, social media, 100%. So, you know, you used to have a group of friends. Mm -hmm. And those friends were the people that thought like you, acted like you, you know, believed the same things that you believed. If we're talking, you know, 100 years ago, it was churches. If we're talking, you know, if you were in school, you went to clubs. You like Spanish, we'll go to Spanish club. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. Um Groups of stuff. And then social media came along and then it's like all this stuff. So there's a lot of people. Whenever the people that were saying that uh, the election was stolen, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of them were like, well, I look on my social media and I s- everybody said that they voted for Trump. I haven't seen anybody say that they voted for Biden. So how is he a president? You know, mm-hmm. because those were their group of people. Right. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> they, that those are the people that they saw. So um, then you got the people on the social media that are trying to start fights with people mm-hmm. in purposely. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll go see a. Uh, they'll go see a uh, what is it? A, a, a Biden page. Mm-hmm. Or a woman, whenever Hillary was trying to run for president. Uh, and oh, she tried, huh? a, a girl had... Oh, she really tried. A girl had, <laughs> you know, I'm with her, uh, you know, border on her profile picture. And then she's on a, a, a comment section on something on the news. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's like, oh, I can't believe it. And then somebody who was vo- going to vote for Trump that year was like, oh, yeah, and you voted for Hillary? You know? Mm-hmm. Like, just stuff like that. Yeah. It's weird. 
It's a lot so going on. So people see that stuff and then they use it yeah. against the other people. So, Absolutely. Yeah. And Hillary got hot sauce on her back. So I don't yeah. give a fuck about uh, Hillary anyway. What? <laughs> yeah. Charlotte, okay, so. Say, I got beef for her. <laughs> Beyonce's song, she said, I got hot sauce in her bag. Mm-hmm. And I got hot sauce in my bag, swag. And Hillary went on, during that campaign, she went on The Breakfast Club. Mm-hmm. And. Do you think somebody asked, do you think Hillary asked them to ask her what's in her bag? Mm-mm. You don't think so? She didn't show them what was in her bag. She just said it. Okay. So who, did Angela ask her that? Angela Yee? Yes. She said, so Hillary, what's one thing that you carry in your bag all the time? Mm-hmm. She was like, believe it or not, hot sauce. Hot sauce. Like, and girl, song, go home. And then, and then Charlemagne <laughs> said, "Really?" Like he said, "Oh, they're gonna think you're pandering to the black people now." He actually said that. Yeah, no, that? And she's like, "Really? No, I carry hot sauce." <laughs> Show us, Hillary. Yeah. Pull that fucking hot sauce out your bag right now, then. And oh, if man. you got it, then there's some sneaky stuff going on behind the scenes because ain't no fucking way you carry hot sauce. Right. And ain't no, you ain't carrying no franks. I'll tell you, I think that. Uh, uh, something happens on that Breakfast Club show with those Democratic uh, president candidates because Biden, he ran into his situation, too. Well, everyone's against him. They're coming on a platform that already has a beef with him. Well, even Biden, people, they were talking mad shit about Biden before he came on there. Mm-hmm. So why he went on there and they were already like, well, you guys do know that he supported the 94 crime bill that locked up a bunch of black people. Mm-hmm. So why is he trying to be president? Like he was it was. They were already talking about him. He shouldn't have went on there. Mm-hmm. Hillary, they're more supportive of her because of Bill Clinton. Because mm-hmm. Bill Clinton got head in the White House. <laughs> so people are like, we love Hillary. Then she went on there and said she had hot sauce in her bag. So yeah, she like, fucked uh-huh. that up. Joe Biden. He went on there. And he just, oh, at man. The, at the end of his thing, he said, uh, and if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I tell you what, if you don't vote for me, you're not black. <laughs> Charlamagne was like, he's like, ooh, like, yes. gonna be talk about this later. Like, oh my god, I love this. He's like, mm-hmm. we're about to clip this out three hundred times, and everybody gonna see it. He, was, oh man, because he says that he's like, when I'm on air and somebody say something, and I know that that shit's gonna be fine. He's like, I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, we got it, we got it, we got it. Right, you. It, it takes a certain mind like you know the cash me outside girl mm-hmm. cash me outside how about that yeah she uh dr phil he talks about it and he's like i don't i nobody knew that that was gonna be a thing mm-hmm. it just became huge somebody put it on the internet and then it like catch t- me outside how about that now the girl rich yeah now she's rich <laughs> dr phil like she rich but this girl is gonna end up dying one day and it's gonna be my fault because she came mm-hmm. from my show right. like he knows he's like there's no way a person that dysfunctional you did it dr be- phil Maybe she'll straighten out her life. You don't know. Yeah. I mean, the influence was what the issue was in the first place. Mm-hmm. When you got your mom, like, outside fighting with you. Like, how are you supposed to be successful in life when you're the people who supposed to guide you support the negative behavior? Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. Right. And also, you know, the mother's like, you're so bad, I'm going to get on Dr. Phil. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You bad as hell. Let's make some money. Yeah, we're going to go on Dr. Phil. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to moments. Right. We I, got off track. Yeah, we do this all the time. I know. You know? We need to give out awards You would think a year in, we'd be a little bit better. But at least, uh, you know, we're able to keep going better than we used to. Okay. I think that that's one thing that you listen to the intro of, like, our first episode. Didn't have no... No song, just like, we're going to talk about whatever the fuck we want to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's so crazy. How, the, the difference I don't even want to go listen to those early ones. I'm too scared to listen to mm-hmm. how bad I sounded. Well, the first episode that we put out is actually just like a bunch of clips of times that we've tried to do it before. Mm-hmm. I definitely don't want to go back and listen to uh-huh. that. I'm too scared. But yeah. Our one-year anniversary, best moments. Okay, I'm going to bring up a moment, and then I'll shoot it back to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite moments from the podcast is, you know one of my favorite ones is David. Mm-hmm. David was a great guest. David Gibbs, go. I love you, David. And you need to come back on a podcast as soon as possible. Uh, anybody listening, go back and listen to that uh, episode with David. It's in the beginning. I'm not sure exactly what number it is. Mm-hmm. 
but you have to go check out. It's the, called Rustcat Volume One. Rustcat Volume One. Check out that podcast because it's it's a good podcast. He's it's fun. so funny. He's, he's fun. just fucking hilarious to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's he's uh, he's a fun guy. I like Dave. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's hilarious. My one of mine. My favorite. I like all the stories that people. You know, having the guests on the show kind of you know stands out a little bit. Yeah, um, I like the I like the three people dialogue thing. Yeah, from all the all of the guests we've had. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's something about you know talking to somebody else because you and I talk to each other, and we have our perspective of things, you know, mm-hmm. and our we might be a little skewed and yeah. not really realize it because we kind of see things a lot of things the same way. Yeah, um, hearing Robert talk about working uh at a hotel during the covid during um oh i like that conversation too. during I didn't like the the 600 unemployment you know and then somebody tried to take a, a motorcycle and put it inside their room yeah that was a good conversation that, i like that too. that was a fun I shout out talk- to robert yeah that, i like talking to robert on that because i was also working at a hotel at the same time mm-hmm. and you saw some crazy stuff i i know some people were like the hotels need the money and they should just stay in they should just stay in the hotel the, the homeless people they should stay in the hotel like, no and i'm like that's crazy because they're ruin it <laughs> they're gonna ruin it then everyone's gonna quit and then you're gonna have homeless people with no staff they're that's gonna right. take over the hotel and you're, you're, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we ain't leaving <laughs> so you go with the robert story when he mm-hmm. was talking about, i think that's a great moment actually i really like that um, another good moment for me was, let's see, I like Haley on a podcast explaining what Jewish means, <laughs> even though, sorry, Haley, still don't know what it means, <laughs> but you, you definitely tried to explain that to us and it was a different perspective mm-hmm. and I never understood it. So Haley's a fun time. I think I like her on a podcast fun. too. Yeah. Um, Dan talking about uh, uh, his his new newborn child. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Like his, his like uh, it scared me o- away from having a child. Why? What did he say that scared you? Doo doo. Damn, Dan. What? <laughs> the doo doo, Carmen. The doo doo part. Yeah. Why? Because I think about it, and then they're like, there there is a lot of doo doo you got to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like, like, how much doo doo are you gonna have to deal with? You gonna be helping if we have a kid. You, a I'm lot. not dealing with all of it. That's a lot of doo doo. Actually, Karen. I think you gonna be on doo doo. Why? Patrol because I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> I don't want to deal with it. Well, it depends. If we have a little girl, I'll deal with it. If we have a little boy, it's your responsibility as a father to go in there and teach him how to deal with that shit. How to pee and stuff. How am I going to teach him how to pee and what to do? <laughs> I just learned shit from you. I didn't even know what was going on. How would I teach a child that? I don't know. I, how are you supposed to teach a child anything? I asked my mom. Yeah. I don't know. Do you, you give them treats? Mom? I think so. You have to. But <laughs> you, gotta, you have to give them like one treat a day like on Matilda. And then you eat one in front of them. Much too good for children. Oh, is that <laughs> what they do? Yeah. That's what that big old lady did? She eats the chocolates in front of her. Huh. So she can smell it. She get the little width of it, mm-hmm. width of it, and but she don't get to taste it. Do you make a course for them? A course, right? Like, like what? A, like a like a tunnel that they have to like go into. Kirk, stop! And like a like a bar that they got to jump over. I'll tell you what you don't do. What? You don't put them on leashes. <laughs> Why not? Because that's fucking. I think outrageous. if we had a kid, we'd have to put it on a leash. No, I right? beat your fucking ass, and you gonna stand right here. My ass? Our kid's ass? Oh, okay. I'm about to whoop your ass, and you're going to stand right here. It's pretty mm-hmm. simple. Move, get hit. You don't want to get hit? Stand there and act like you got some goddamn sense. I don't understand why it's that difficult. Kids don't pay bills. You live in here for free. You shut the fuck up and sit there. That's you, it. You can't hit a kid anymore, Carmen. Well, I'm going to take you in the bathroom and do it. Me? No, the child. Oh, okay. Kids need to be disciplined as well. Uh-huh. But now if you hit your kid in the grocery store or something, they call on you. <laughs> so you gotta take them in the bathroom Yeah that's right They'll be like there's a lady here In the bathroom whooping the shit out of her kid And if we had a kid uh, 
I'll be the bad parent. I'm fine with that. You're going to be the bad parent? I'm just not going to tolerate disrespect from a small person. I just refuse. Uh-huh. No. You're like, you're too small to give me disrespect. That's absolutely a, a crazy. <laughs> you can barely tie your damn shoes. Are you talking back? Absolutely not. That uh-huh. is unacceptable. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be the good parent. You'll be like, Carmen, don't hit him for that. Carmen, don't yeah. spank him for that. Yeah, that's crazy. You little, Go get the bell ready. You little Jack Torrance. <laughs> no, you get what I'm saying, though. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that was a good one. And then what else from the what other good? Uh, we've had some. Well, yeah, I've been a little light. We'll have to get back into it. But uh, you know, you are the great exaggerator. Mm-hmm. I haven't been quite pointing it out as much as I should. Go ahead. But we'll we'll, we'll get into it. I just exaggerated right now. Uh huh. About the kids? Yeah, I won't beat them all the time. But right, yeah. You're, just not gonna you're the great dis- exaggerator. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything's a, to one extreme or the other for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes uh, <laughs> whenever um, whenever I'll be like, yeah, maybe don't do that so much. You'll be like, okay, I'm never going to do it again. Huh. <laughs> 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 or, uh, uh, you know, yeah, you you say you always hit the kid. You always do this. Yeah, it's it's an exaggeration always. Yeah, it's a great nickname. I like it for you. Yeah, I think and if, the, the crazy part about it is most of that shit takes effort, and I'm just too lazy to do a lot of it. Uh-huh. I couldn't beat a kid every day. I ain't got the energy for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> just sit your ass down. I have to throw something at you. <laughs> That's what my mom used to do. Mm-hmm. Just throw a shoe at your ass. Throw shoes at yeah, you because she's just too tired to get up and whoop. <laughs> I don't think I ever had anything thrown at me. But that's good. Yeah. Well, if it was like um, somebody just throw like a pack of cheese at you, like, fuck them. <laughs> what do you do then? Who's throwing cheese at me, my Anybody. mom? Anybody. It could have been your mom, yeah. Pissed her off. She only had the cheese next to her. She's, mm-hmm. She's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> like, Go pick that fucking cheese Get up. Get that cheese up, too. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. Uh. I like Barnsey. Barnsey was fun. When yeah. he broke out and said he'd been bird watching this whole uh, time. That's his hobby. I've been, I've, I've known, I was, I, I feel like I was entered. I, I feel like whenever I met Barnsey, because I met Barnsey like nine, nine years ago. I ain't never met a bird watcher. <laughs> I, this is the first time. And I, I was, I, we had a whole podcast with him before he ex- he exposed this hobby that he has. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel like they said, this is Barnsey. He watches birds. You know? Mm-hmm. He studies them. He knows mm-hmm. all about them. Yeah. Birds are cool. I'm scared of birds, though. I can't be a bird watcher. But I like Well, them. he also has binoculars, so he can see them from the distance. But still, I'm too scared. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I mean like all of our guests were great. Alex was good. Yeah, know. Alex was a good Alex was a good one. Alex is fun. Yeah. Yeah. The statistics man. Yeah, Mr. Statistics. Uh yeah. congratulations with graduation. He's really smart. Mm-hmm. Uh and then, you know, Christina was fun. Yeah. Uh Cindy was fun. Young Johnny was fun. Cindy was like, uh she said, Oh, uh number one girl to throw a cigarette. What did you say? I said number one girl to throw a cigarette in her friend's hair. In her friend's hair, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, Cindy, Cindy's a riot for sure. And then uh, we had uh, Johnny on there. Yeah, Johnny yeah. is so calm and collected. Like he's like, yeah, like just the way he talks and like mm-hmm. gets expressions out. He's funny, but like he thinks before he speaks. Yeah, it sounds calculated when he talks. He's a smooth uh, thinker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fun. He's fun. Uh, good, you know. I I try to communicate with him more than I, I. I wish I could talk to him more often than I do. Uh, but yeah, he's he's always he's always a fun guy to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love talking to that guy. And he's okay. So I don't know because we've been trying to get Johnny back on. Yeah. So I don't know if I want to say this, but maybe we can get him to elaborate a little bit more. We were out sometime and, and uh, we went to this bar and I said a girl had fish eyes. 
Mm-hmm. Which, like, what it meant was, like, her eyes were, like, on the side of her head like a fish. <laughs> well, th- I didn't mean it like that. Like, not in, a, like, a mean way, you know? There's no nice way. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, like a fish has eyes, you know? Like... <laughs> Like it That's wasn't like, like calling somebody eyes beady. Nobody like beady eyes. Okay, or fish eyes. So it's if if like the eyes like were in proportion to like a deer, I would say she's got like deer eyes. You know, yeah, like doe eyes. Well, no one sees a fish and say their eyes are pretty though. Why fish eyes are beautiful? Okay, go ahead, keep <laughs> on going. And uh, but she didn't like that because she didn't realize that I was trying to compliment her on her fish eyes. And then <laughs> Johnny got kicked out of because of me saying that this girl had fish eyes. And Did you just go next door? Yeah, I just went right next door. Yeah, yeah. Awesome uh, guys, just lost some money, bitches. <laughs> but but I would like to talk. Uh, you, I've had some fun time. I'm not giving it justice. I would like to talk with Johnny about it. Yeah, we'll talk to Johnny next podcast and uh, ask him all about these escapades and this craziness. So yeah, I would like to get into some tales that Johnny and I have had together because yeah, he's he's, he's one of my boy. he's one of my favorite people that you know well, he's just going s- and stand he's, next to you know he's just skateboarding down tunnels mm-hmm. and it's water in there and things are going on the LA it's River. Like, yeah you need to fucking go home mm-hmm. and not be in them tunnels <laughs> skating by the fucking no that's crazy uh-huh. I don't know it's cool though to have that hobby I guess right we too old now. Get off the skateboard, Johnny. Nah, he's always young at heart. He's got to be young for his, his uh, son. Now it's his. Now it's his son's turn to start skateboarding. Now he, what he can do is, Johnny, listen to me. This is what you gonna do. You got to get him in a skateboard. You know that Ryan Sheckler that was popular at one point. That motherfucker won all these awards and he got rich off skateboarding, endorsements, all that. You have a little cute kid. Get him on that skateboard. Get him at the skate parks early. I don't know who Ryan Sheckler is. But I find it weird that you bring up like the the a, a skateboarder that is not really well known, right? Huh? Like you could say Tony Hawk. But Ryan Sheckler is the new age. He's the kid that <laughs> Ryan Sheckler is our age right now. But he had a show on MTV. He had a reality oh, show. Okay. That's why I know Ryan Sheckler. Right. It was on MTV. I'm just saying, there's better examples. Well, Ryan, Ryan Sheckler was the guy that they promoted because he was a cute kid. So he could skateboard very mm-hmm. well, but he made millions from them promoting him because he was nice looking. Mm-hmm. They made him like a Justin Bieber, a Bieber. of skateboarding. The Bieber of skateboards. Skateboard. Right. That's what I'm saying, Johnny. Get him in there. Got to get the photo shoots popping. Get him on that skateboard. Mm-hmm. You can design it. Your design will be all out there in the open. Then you can start selling skateboards. It's yeah, a the, business. The Jaguar paw yeah. uh, kickflip board. Yeah. Hopefully the kid likes it. You might have to force him. Yeah, you might have to make him do it. <laughs> Or it might have to be his daughter that uh-huh. just like takes the reins. Well, you know, there's a there's something there too. Sometimes uh, girls jump on the bandwagon. Yeah, because people go, she's really good for skating like a girl. <laughs> they do, right? Yeah. Like but she's good for a girl. Thank you to Johnny. Uh, he's always awesome. And I want to also say thank you to Darius that came on the podcast. Yeah. Darius was funny. You. Uh, Talked to Kirk about Jordans, which I didn't particularly like because mm-hmm. I don't Ooh. want him wearing Jordans. No, I didn't get any Jordans. But what I did, I got some limit. I never, we never talked about it. I spent more money than I should on a pair of shoes. You did. I got some David Bowie edition Vans high tops. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Beautiful red. They are very nice. They're beautiful shoes. Mm-hmm. I got to get a display case for them or something. Mm-hmm. They're the most beautiful shoes I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Oh. You didn't pay that much for them, though. You I paid can. too much. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have paid that much. Mm-hmm. But my shoes also, I have these nice, flat, slick bands, all black, and they cost about $53 with tax. Uh-huh. Perfect. I feel like... Uh, we were talking after I had bought those shoes, and you're like, you said, it's not like my shoes are like over $100 or anything, and I feel like that was like a, a little nudge to my Mm-mm. David Bowie Vans. No, we were talking about something else. This <laughs> kind of, That has nothing to do with the shoes. I think they're beautiful shoes, <laughs> and I think that if you wanted to buy them, you work hard every single day. Right. You deserve to buy whatever you want. Oh, they're beautiful. I love them. But uh, my, I think that conversation and the reason I brought that up is because 
I don't like to pay a lot of money for one item. Right. That's the issue. Yeah. It's like when we got that couch and I found out the price, I was like, you said, oh, no, Whenever I, when you were going to school and I got you a laptop, you're like, no, no don't get it. Too much. I'll just do my school on my phone. I already got the phone. <laughs> and then when I got that comforter for $400, I was like, <laughs> what the? The first off, the Snoopy one, uh-huh. the polyester one I got, oh, that, that was only a, 100 and something dollars. That The great sheet debate. That was a fun episode. Yeah. yeah. That was a good the, one. But that sheet set that I bought for over 100 bucks mm-hmm. hurt me. Right. I was stressed out about spending that much for a sheet set. I'm like, damn, right. is this what the sheets be cost? Mm-hmm. I talked to my dad, and he's like, Carmen, oh, my God, my couch cost uh, $5,000, and you're complaining about $500 for a couch? That's fucking cheap. Mm-hmm. Like, we got it at Bob's discount. <laughs> like, I mean, it's not like we went to. I know. Uh, I just thought a couch cost 100 I don't know why, what I thought it cost. Mm-hmm. I ain't never bought a couch. Unrealistic. Yeah. Right. I've never bought a couch before, though. Well, now you have. I always just bought like a little cheap ass futons from Walmart. Our futon was like a hundred bucks. I can do a hundred for a futon because it turned into a bed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we first moved here, we got a futon because it was, we'll sleep on it when we first get here. And then after a while, we'll get a bed and we'll have a, a place to sit after we get the bed. So we, when we moved into this apartment, we had the futon slept in. And then the next week we got the bed, the bed showed up, put it in the bedroom, put the futon in the living room, Mm -hmm. slowly accumulated stuff. And we actually went through two futons Mm -hmm. because uh, uh, it started to sag, Mm -hmm. all the stuff started to pop on it just because old. It's a cheap Walmart futon. Mm -hmm. What are you supposed to get and get out of it? Mm -hmm. It, And that went and then... uh now we have all the shit that we have now. We uh, we actually have very nice things, and we started from nothing together. That's right. Just like this podcast started from one small microphone and a phone. Mm-hmm. That one right there, right there, the thing though. Yeah. And now we got balloons and hats. Yeah, and balloons and equipment hats. And I think I'm going to wear this hat every podcast now. Mm, you don't need to. Why not? I'm going to throw them away. You don't think it this. looks cool? Mm-mm. I think I look pretty cool. You look cool, but the hat doesn't. Oh, okay. I just need somebody explain to me why they made cone hats for, like, what was the thought process behind it? Mm-hmm. It worked, though. Maybe we'll look it up after this. Yeah. It's because of the clown thing, I think. Hmm. Clown, clowns wear cone hats? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Um, So, I wanted to talk about a couple things one thing we'll we'll talk about this and we'll save some stuff for the next episode that's a good idea but i wanted to talk about this one little thing that's been happening mm-hmm. so do you know who joe button is no joe button is a rapper mm-hmm. he made that song pump pump it up that was an all a dance pump thing. pump 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 it up yeah is that the right song mm-hmm. everybody know it mm-hmm Anyway, so Joe Budden You know what song I like? What? It goes, percolator, pop, 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 percolator. All right, stop. You got to stop that. Percolator. You ever hear that song before? Yeah, Kurt. Oh, my God. <laughs> Stress me out. Is it that song? Okay, let me get through this okay, story. Okay, go, go ahead. Joe I'm Budden, sorry. we podcast. That's why the story is interesting okay. to me. Joe Budden is one of the number one podcasts in the world right now. Mm-hmm. He gets the most promotion. He's like a... I would say one of the number one podcasts in the black space because Joe Rogan shouldn't. You ain't no Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Like, you're not making Joe Rogan numbers or you right. wouldn't have the issues you have. Mm-hmm. And pretty much he had two co-hosts. The issue with the their situation is, so they started getting all these deals in from Patreon and all these people who sponsor po- uh, podcasts like mm-hmm. Spotify, Patreon, all that. And he was paying them money. The issue was they didn't know what, like, so... Say we do a podcast and I'm like, you get mm-hmm. 20%. Right. And then I just bring you a check for 10000 What mm-hmm. would you feel about that? Um, would you assume that the podcast made 100000 That's why you got 10, Yeah. 10000 I mean, it, well, well, it would be 20000 20000 Sorry. Right. Excuse my math. Um, <laughs> so. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, yeah. I I would I would feel like oh, okay yeah 
you know, we made 50000 Well, how do you know that's what you made? Because he gave me the check. That's the problem. That's okay. the issue that they're having. They're saying that we get... Explain okay. it more. Okay, so this is what they're saying. They're saying, okay, say our cut is 25%. I mm. get 25%, you get 25%. Oh, don't put that five in there. You're not going to be able to get that fraction. Oh, shut the <laughs> hell up. I'm not trying to think fractions right now. I'm trying to tell a damn story. All right. So they were getting like, okay, our portion is 25%. They get their check, mm-hmm. and that's it. Right. Do you see an issue with that? Carmen, I, I okay, explain it though. They don't know what they're getting 25% of. Right. So if there is 100,000 coming in and they're getting 25% of it, then that makes sense. But if it's 500,000 coming in and they're getting 25% and this is their check, mm-hmm. they need to know what is the 25% of. Right. And he would not provide that documentation because he's like, you are a worker, you work for me. Mm-hmm. They were under the assumption that they were partners. But it was like the, the contract says something like, a partner correspondence or something like that and he's like well actually you guys are not partners you work for me i just pretty much gave you a nice title to make you feel better but i gave i give you your percentage and they feel like they're not getting the paper pretty much he won't show them the paperwork Mm. and then he fired them on air in front of everybody while everybody was watching okay and that's the big story right now how do you feel about that this is the biggest podcast in the black space and Mm -hmm. then he just fired Two of his co-hosts live on air. I feel like sometimes you got to fire people. Would you fire me on air? You? Yeah. Probably not. Would you fire another person on air? Yeah. Like if you was working with your your two people, would you be like... Who, you, who are they? Anybody. I'm not going to say names. Anybody. <laughs> would you be like, bitch, you fired. If they were my employee, Yeah. I don't think that you should do a podcast with employees. If you're going to do it, you should come together as a team and do it. But why are you going to do it where you're the big man on campus and they're your employees? Well, I mean, okay, so let's say take the podcast out of it. You know, uh, go into, okay, or you can leave. But I think it's easiest to take the podcast out of it. You listen to a show like Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. You think Robin's making as much as Howard Stern? No. You think Jackie the Joke Man was making as much as Robin? No. You think Artie Lang was making as much as you? You know what I mean? I get what you're saying. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's kind of it's the Joe it's Budden similar. podcast, right? Yeah. It's called Joe Budden. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, it it doesn't. I feel like if they probably signed a deal prematurely, they didn't actually look into the stuff. That's mm-hmm. what they look at. Um. It was probably a handshake deal, this 20% of whatever it was, mm-hmm. because or if it was in a contract that they get that much, then he would have to show documentation of what it is. But in the end, if he they're just working for him and he's just paying them money, they're, they have no right to see how much money is coming in. Yeah. That's not their job. That's what he's saying. Right. And... He feel they feel opposite. They thought that they were, I guess, more included. <coughs> I guess they not. <coughs> oh shit! I mean, I look at our situation. You technically do all the work. You could just fire my ass. You could be like, "What if we was just randomly getting a check in?" And you said, "Carmen, this is what you get because I'm sweet gravy." Oh my god, Kirk is dying <laughs> on air right now. What are you doing? Happy one year. <laughs> Happy one year. All right. Well, I think this is the end of the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. If you have any questions or suggestions, please go to sweetgravypod at gmail.com and check us out on YouTube and other streaming services. Awesome. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.